Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Taking Back the Narrative. I am Wanda, and today is a pretty interesting day. It's actually been a pretty interesting two years, but today and over this past week, a lot of interesting revelations have come to light as in, as far as the Robert Mueller investigation. And with a lot of things coming to light, Donald Trump is spiraling. He He's wildly tweeting. He's uh, just upset, visibly upset. You can tell Donald Trump is upset. Um, there is He's trying to get ahead of the story. And also, uh, whenever, if you followed the, the, um, president's, if you've been following the president since he campaigned to become president, um, since before, whenever a scandal comes out about Donald Trump, you always got some other news to be thrown on top of that just to you know, distract you from whatever just came out. For instance, when the Access Hollywood tape dropped, then all of a sudden Hillary Clinton's emails were dumped on WikiLeaks, you know, just to, you know, give a distraction from what Donald Trump is has been going through. Now, today is no exception. This past week is no exception Michael Cohen, his former lawyer, of course, pled guilty and he is going to be sentenced soon. And he has given Robert Mueller in the investigation, uh, the people for his investigation into Russian collusion. Michael Cohen has given them the smoking gun and Donald Trump is tweeting hectically just to cover his tracks. Now, with. Michael Cohen, if you don't know, Michael Cohen has told the investigators that Donald Trump was aware of the campaign violations, him paying off the two young women for who had sexual contact with Donald Trump just to keep it under wraps. So he violated campaign laws and Trump has expressed concerns that he could be impeached now that the Democrats are going to be in taking over the House. So he's, it seems as he's trying to get ahead of it. And the news that was dropped on top of Michael Cohen's confessions and Michael Cohen's guilty plea. Donald Trump has started talking about having a new chief of staff. Right now, John Kelly is his chief of staff. And it was said that, he, that uh, Donald Trump was going to allow... Uh, John Kelly to announce that he would be leaving, but Donald Trump came out a day before and announced it. And I guess that's just in a way to distract us from what Michael Cohen is talking about and what the, the court filings, the court papers, all the information that has been coming out so rapidly about this investigation of Russian collusion and, uh, obstruction of justice, campaign law violations, tax fraud. There is so much stuff going on. Now this morning, this is December 10th, 2018. This morning, Donald Trump was tweeting and in his tweets, he was talking about, um, 
he was just rambling. He misspelled a bunch of words, which I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not surprised at. But Donald Trump is, he's been going crazy. And this morning, his tweets, and I quote, Democrats can't find a smocking, I guess he's supposed to be smoking gun, uh, tying the Trump Comey's, uh, tying the Trump campaign to Russia after James Comey's testimony. No smocking again, (laughs) no smoking gun, no collusions at Fox News. That's because there was no collusion. So now the Dems go to a simple private transaction wrongly, call it a campaign contribution, which, unquote, which is not true. It was a campaign. Uh, it was a campaign contribution that he they used the money from the campaign to pay for. It was hush money just to keep these young ladies quiet. So then he came back again with another tweet. And and mind you, these are the only tweets from Donald Trump today. And Donald Trump pretty much be on his Twitter. So I don't know if somebody got to him and, and, and convinced him not to tweet anymore today, not to angry tweet. But he also wrote, quote, which it was not. But even if it was, it is only a civil case like Obama's. But it was done correctly by a lawyer and there would not even be a fine lawyer's liability if he made a mistake. Not me. Cohen just trying to get his sentence reduced. Witch hunt. Unquote. That is also something that Donald Trump does. Whenever he's under fire for something, he tends to pull somebody else in. And mainly it's either Obama or Hillary. He wants to take the focus off of him. And get his constituents, his uh, base to talk about what Obama had done in the past and try to compare it. He tries to pull Hillary in and try to compare it. And speaking of Hillary and her emails, which is something that they have always pretty much gone crazy about during the whole campaign, um, Donald Trump attacked Hillary Clinton a lot for her, her personal use of an email, her personal email use. We just recently got information that his daughter, Ivanka Trump has done the same exact thing that Hillary Clinton did. And there is radio silence on it. They want to make excuses for why it's okay. Why it's different. Why it's not the same thing, but in actuality, It is the same thing. It's the exact same thing that Hillary Clinton did. But let's get back to Mr. Trump. So the the president, he's calling the payment now. He's trying to call it a a private transaction, which, of course, it was not. There is evidence. uh, Robert Mueller has evidence to back up the things that Michael Cohen has said. Michael Cohen is facing... A lengthy prison sentence basically because he didn't come forward and be upfront and honest in the beginning he only came forward because him and the president fell out and he feels that Donald Trump wasn't being supportive of him this loyalty that Donald Trump is so adamant about is a one-way street Donald Trump is only loyal to himself and possibly his kids 
I would say Ivanka more than anyone else, but I don't know. But that's pretty much the talk right now. And it's being said that that is an impeachable offense. Donald Trump is worried. He's visibly worried with that tweet attempting to take the focus off himself, trying to give himself an argument to get out of this. So we're going to have to sit back and wait to see what's going to happen. It's starting to get interesting. I'm kind of enjoying getting a little bit of information out of this. But we'll see what happens. All right. So last year on this exact day last year, December 10th, 2017, I did a podcast and you can always go back and you can check that out because it's still out there. It's still on the, the platform. But I did a podcast on a young lady named Centoya Brown. Centoya Brown, if you haven't listened to the podcast or if you haven't heard about her, she was a young lady at the age of 16, maybe younger, got started in a sex trafficking situation with a pimp named Cutthroat. This child at the age of 16 shot and killed a man who purchased her from the pimp cutthroat for sexual acts and she was 16 years old now at the time before Centoya was charged with murdering uh this man this 43 year old man who used her for sexual deviance uh Centoya was drugged she was repeatedly raped she was forced into prostitution by their pimp. Um, there is a documentary called Me Facing Life, Centoya Story, that will give you more information. But this young lady, she was given life in prison for the murder of this 43-year-old man. Now, Centoya uh, has had lawyers since advocating for her release attempting to get her sentence commuted. They will have been talking to the, the governor to see about getting her sentence commuted. Centoya, she, it went from life in prison to now she's has to serve 51 years before she's eligible for release, which is unfair. Uh, this young lady, she's about 30. She's about 30 years old now. And at the time of her imprisonment, the laws were a lot different. Victims of sex trafficking weren't criminalized. This, well, she was a victim of of sex trafficking. She was a drugged, raped. She's a victim. At uh, birth, before she was even born, she was a victim. Her mom drank repeatedly. And she was born with a defect. She was put into foster care. This young lady has had a hard life. And unfortunately for her, instead of being treated as a victim and as a teen, she was charged as an adult. For she claims she defended herself. She claimed she was. You know, she thought this man was going to kill her. So she shot him before he could kill her. Now, whether this is true or not, I'm not sure. I don't know. But 
the judge decided that she deserves to spend life in prison because of her actions, because she, after she killed him, she took his vehicle and she took his keys and some other, some wallet and some other things from him. But if you think about it, having a pimp named Cutthroat who wants items, who is sending you out, and if you don't come back with something for your services, you could be beat, you could be killed. I mean, these are things that really went on in this young lady's life. These are things she's talked about. These are things we know that go on in certain situations from stories that we've heard. Now, Centoya has since gotten a degree. The prosecutor who prosecuted Centoya came and he felt he felt she got a, a harsh sentence and she shouldn't have gotten such a harsh sentence. But he also came back and he helped her. He he taught her and helped her get her degree. Her story has come to the light again. Uh, last year, it came to light when Rihanna was talking about it. Hopefully, t- now it's coming to the light again. And uh, T.I. has been talking about it now. He feels disgusted that she's get- she has to serve 51 years. And uh, it's I- I- I'm kind of disgusted with it as well. This young lady is a victim, but she's not being treated as a victim. She's being treated as a criminal, being sexually assaulted, being drugged and forced into prostitution is victim. She's a victim. But hopefully now that her story is being told again, hopefully it'll get more recognition and her sentence will be commuted and she will be allowed to come out of prison and live a productive life and thrive in, in, in this economy. So that's what I'm looking out for. That's what I'm hoping will happen. It's been taking back the narrative. I am Wanda. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can go back and you can listen to my podcast. It's called Criminal Justice. If you want to check that out, the story of Centoya Brown. I pretty much recapped pretty much everything that I talked about then, but it would still be nice if you go check it out. It's been taking back the narrative. Thank you again for listening. Have a great one.